Welcome to the Cashflow Guys Podcast. That's right, boys and girls. You know where you are. You know what time it is. This is Tyler Chef, and I am the host of the Cashflow Guys Podcast. And this week, I'm going to give you a hack on how to earn literally instant returns on capital. You got sitting around doing nothing while helping people at the same time. And there's no gimmick here. I got nothing for sale. Hang out with me. It's going to take about 10, 15 minutes. We're going to knock through this little thing and you will be able to put your money to work tomorrow getting exponential returns. Now, who's this for? This is for you if you've got a couple thousand dollars sitting in your checking account doing nothing. If you've got some money, let's say you have an IRA and maybe you've been diligent out there doing deals and you spent almost all of your money in your IRA, but you didn't yourself direct that IRA I'm talking about, but you didn't spend it all and you got some money sitting there doing nothing, not earning anything. And that's no fun. Especially when you log into your bank account, you look at that money sitting over in the corner taking a nap. Well, that's no fun. And if you don't have a self-directed IRA, but maybe you got money sitting in your 401k and maybe the ups and downs and roller coasters has scared the living hell out of you lately watching that on the news, maybe you decide it's time to get a self-directed IRA. Those of you who don't know, a self-directed IRA is a, is a way, a legal way that you can self-direct your retirement plan. If you want to know more about that, you can type in the words self-directed IRA into Google along with your zip code. And it will give you an IRA administrator, a self-directed IRA administrator in your market. I keep my IRA at Advanta IRA. You can go to AdvantaIRA.com. They're not sponsoring this episode. That's just a company that I know, I trust, I believe in. They've got a great amount of education on their website that will teach you the benefits of having a self-directed IRA. Talked about taxes last week, right? Well, that's one way to help you reduce your taxes because the money that you put away for retirement can defer or be, you can either defer the taxes that you pay now, or it can help you by giving you the ability to have tax-free gains in your investment portfolio. And what happens a lot of times when folks put money away for retirement and then they turn around and invest that money, if you're not in the stock market, because ironically, stockbrokers are great at making sure they use every nickel. So there's usually no lazy money sitting around because if they're not out buying stocks with it, they're helping themselves to it, putting in the left and the right pockets as they charge you a commission, whether they win or lose. That's right. This isn't a record skip. Stockbrokers charge you whether they win or lose. They charge you a fee for every damn thing that goes on. So let's beat that. Let's get creative. Let's roll up our sleeves. Let's make some money. Let's talk about credit card debt. And you're probably wondering, what does credit card debt have to do with me making money? Well, here's a little ninja secret I've, I've given to some of my students. Primarily, I tell this to my inner circle students. A couple of them are doing it right now with their entire retirement accounts, and it works quite well. And basically, here's how this works. One thing we all know is there are a ton of people, I will go so far as to say the majority of America is in credit card debt. That's not going to change anytime soon, no matter who's in office or who's going to be in office or anything like that. It is an epidemic. It is a plague. It is worse than COVID-19, the black flu, or what anything else you can come up with. Credit card debt. It gives people like Dave Ramsey the ability to make millions and millions of dollars slapping your pee-pee for getting into credit card debt in the first place and helping you correct your situation so that you can actually have some peace in your life by eliminating credit card debt. Well, I'm going to go ahead and say that most folks on this listening to this episode right now have probably had credit card debt at some point in their life. I'm happy to know that some of you that I've talked to have eliminated your credit card debt. So if you've done that recently or you've done that at all in your life, well done. Good job. Jill and I escaped the rat race. We escaped the prison, the financial prison of credit card debt and wiped our debt couple of years back, and it has been an amazing feeling ever since then. I'm here to tell you, knowing that Visa and MasterCard are not getting rich off of me makes my day. But did you know that if you've got some idle money sitting around, you can help other people get that same feeling? First of all, I want to say this. If you have a retirement account or you're, you're stocking, shocking, stocking money away, I can't talk today. You're socking money away for a rainy day or 
retirement and you're carrying credit card debt, I'm going to ask you to rethink that. Because think about it this way. If you've got a credit card, let's say you got $5,000 on your credit card and your credit card has, I don't know, 15% interest rate. You're, that means you're paying 15% interest on $5,000. But then let's say you've got $100,000 sitting in your retirement account. Well, why would you carry $5,000 in credit card debt if you've got $100,000 sitting in your retirement account? Your retirement account should be earning money for you, as I imagine most of you are hopefully earning money in your retirement accounts. So maybe before you even start this project, maybe it makes sense and talk to your CPA, make sure you get some good tax advice. Don't guess on this one, but it might make sense if you don't have the $5,000 cash sitting in your checking account to pay off the $5,000 credit card. It might make perfectly good financial sense to take a early withdrawal, take the $5,000 out of your retirement account and pay off your credit card and then leave it paid off. Here's why. You will probably find that the cost to pull $5,000 out of your retirement account, even with the taxes and penalties added in, is insignificant as compared to the 15% interest that you're paying on your credit card. I'm here to tell you. You could ignore the problem. It'll continue to fester. You can say, I'll pay it off next month. Bottom line is you're going to pay interest to the credit card companies until you get that balance paid in full. Now, that said, those of you that don't have credit card debt and you want to learn how to make money on credit card debt, get out a legal pad, your pencil, piece of paper. Let's get ready to roll. This is real simple. First of all, you find somebody trustworthy. What do I mean by that? You find somebody that you know, that you know of, somebody that appears to have done decent in their world. They maybe own a home or they own some sort of investment property. They own something that appreciates, that's why I'm saying real estate, that you can attach a lien to. And here's what you do. You start talking to folks that you feel are trustworthy and probably have credit card debt about investing generally. Just strike up a conversation with them. Talk about real estate. Talk about the stocks. I don't care what you talk about investing, but then mention that surprisingly enough, most people that invest their money for retirement also at the same time carry credit card debt. And then mention that you find it interesting that people would carry debt when they're also putting money away for retirement because the money they put away for retirement could have just eliminated the debt and therefore made their gains far more lucrative. What do I mean by that? Well, let's go back to the $5,000 credit card example. $5,000 at 15% interest you're getting whacked 15% interest per year. Let's say you have $5,000 sitting in your retirement account. Well, geez, Tyler, I don't want to spend my entire, my retire, wipe out my retirement savings to eliminate my debt. Really, don't you? Because let me ask you this. If you took that $5,000 out of your retirement account, even if you had to close down your retirement account, you are eliminating the ability for the credit card company to charge you interest, which essentially saves you money. You're, I'm sure that your retirement account $5,000 is probably not earning as much interest as you are paying an in interest on your $5,000 credit card. So it, what sense does it make to put money on in the left hand thinking that I'm doing a great thing because I'm getting 6 7% return on my investment in a mutual fund when I'm paying 15% interest on basically the same amount of money in the right hand? That's basically you're lying to yourself. And most Americans are. But here's the cool thing. When you have idle money sitting around, sitting in your IRA, sitting in your checking account, wherever it may be, your savings account, your piggy bank, doesn't matter. There's people around you that are good people that would obviously pay you back, that have real estate, something you can attach a lien to, that you can loan them the money to pay off their credit card. Now, how valuable would that be? What if you walked into a shopping mall right around, oh, I don't know, I'm recording this. It happens to be Thanksgiving Day. It's November 26th. I'm recording this for tomorrow. Tomorrow's Black Friday. 
half of the country, probably 75% of the country or more, are out swiping their credit cards, getting into debt. A lot of folks don't know what to do, so they just keep getting into further debt because they don't see any opportunity to ever dig out of debt. Well, I'm here to tell you, if they weren't paying 15 18%, 20%, 30% interest on their credit cards, they could probably get out of debt. Now, they do need some financial discipline, right? And they think that they're relatively safe because at the end of the day, the credit card companies can't come after their house, can they? Well, short answer is they can. Will they is a whole other story. But if you decided to pay off, if you offered them this, hey, you're paying, you're having a conversation with them about investing in general, okay? They then offer up after you mention that it's interesting that people carry debt yet invest at the same time concurrently. It seems like one cancels out the other. They say, well, that's actually me. I've got you know $5,000 in credit card debt, but I have a hard time getting it paid in full. Well, let me ask you, if you buckle down, how long would they think it would take to get it paid off? Could you do it within a year? Yes, no, maybe so. Could you do it within five years? Whatever it works out to be. You're asking them this because you're getting a term out of them, right? A payback term. They don't even know that you're offering them money yet, but you're getting a payback term. Well, if I didn't have to pay an exorbitant interest rates, I could probably get it paid off in two years. Cool. So let me ask you something. What if I gave you the $5,000 to pay off your credit card and you paid me whatever the payments work out to at, say, three, four, five years at seven, 8% interest. Is that something that would make sense to you? And they say, yes. I say, okay, well, here's how that works. Here's the fine print. Here's the catch. Because this is a business transaction, I'm going to handle it as such. So I'm more than happy to help you pay off your credit card and eliminate you having to get fleeced and have to pay all that interest. I also have to protect my investment in you. And what I need to do to make that happen is number one, I need to have an appraisal done. I'm going to order an appraisal and you're going to be responsible for the cost of that appraisal to verify the value of your home. I'm also going to order a title search and examination. And what that is basically means is that the, a title company or an attorney, a real estate attorney, is going to do a title search, uh, liens and encumbrances report to find out uh, all the liens that have exist against your property. And I do that for two reasons. One, I want to know in case I, I want to make sure that my lien is, is absolutely in second or third position. But it's also good information for you to know that maybe somebody stuck a lien in your house you don't know about because that's actually a thing that happens. So that's a win-win. And that only costs a couple hundred bucks. And then we're going to hire my attorney to to draft a note in a mortgage or a deed of trust if your state is a deed of trust state. And they're going to prepare all the paperwork. That'll cost total about a grand. So what it looks like basically is you would borrow $6,000. Okay. You would get $5,000 because that extra thousand uh, is to cover costs, right? I will advance the fees. You will agree to pay them back over time. And if your credit card, let's say your credit card interest, Tom, is 18%, well, I'll cut it in half and I'll do it at 9%, which, and then you show them the savings and this is what it's going to save you. Now, keep in mind for this to work, guys, you got to do the math. You got to add up the thousand dollars. That's about what it'll cost thousand dollars to close this thousand dollars to get an appraisal, to hire an attorney, to draft the note and a mortgage. And if the attorney's starting to whack you like for all kinds of crazy money, Kindly remind them that they're probably using software to create the note and mortgage, that it's boilerplate. And just, you know, I'm offering you an hour worth of legal fees. I'm not trying to do their job and quote what they should charge, but most real estate attorneys charge somewhere between 250 to 400 an hour. I would expect this to take probably about an hour, maybe a little bit more. Um, if it takes more than that, I would kind of question the attorney. Maybe they're fresh out of law school or maybe they just need a new Mercedes either way. But provided they keep the information, keep it realistic. Granted, you're not paying the bill, but you want to make sure the person that you're helping out is not getting fleeced by the attorney's office. But you want to have this stuff done so that you protect yourself and you protect the person that's borrowing the money. Now, that said, think about who you're giving the money to. What you wouldn't want is 
to pay off someone's credit card only so they could go back and get into credit card debt again. That's where the lien against the house and the mortgage recorded against their home comes in. It's an extra step. And it's kind of a thing that it's kind of like it shakes them up a little bit and because they realize that if they don't do the right thing, they could lose their house in this transaction. Okay. So for a lot of folks, it may rattle the cage a little bit to get them to understand that they've got to pay this back because their house is in jeopardy. That may make them less inclined to swipe that credit card again. And keep in mind, guys, you're entitled to make as much interest as you feel necessary. I just throw numbers out there because it's easy sales pitch, right? It's 50%. I cut your thing and cut it by half, by 40%, whatever it may be. But this can be a great way, number one, to help out people in your community that happen to have a lot of credit card debt. COVID-19 has put a lot of people in a pickle. Uh, maybe getting out from underneath these predatory credit card companies could give them the extra leg up they need, right? Try to make sure that they're going to be the type of people that are not going to get themselves further into additional debt just because you freed up one of their lines of credit. But guys, this is a simple and easy way to help someone get a little bit ahead by saving them a fortune on their credit card expenses. And maybe hopefully they'll get the hint and stop spending all that money on credit cards. In the meantime, you're moving some of that idle cash you got sitting around gathering dust because lazy money is not helping you guys. It's not making you any money. Actually, lost opportunity cost. If you got money sitting around idle, not doing anything, it costs you money. This is why I tell people, if you got money sitting in your IRA, you want to put it into real estate, you want to get into some awesome deals, then you need to pick up the phone and call me. Go to cashflowguys.com forward slash book Tyler. Go on the website, whack the buck, the book Tyler button. Let's go get a piece of property together and we'll both make some money. Guys, have a great week. Catch up with the next This time. concludes today's episode. You don't have to wait till the next episode to learn to earn. Head over to CashflowGuys.com and contact Tyler and his team for more powerful tips and ideas. So you can start generating multiple streams of income and escape the rat race.